The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Tutawa mai runga, tutawa mai raro, tutawa mai roto, tutawa mai waho, ki a tau ai te mauri tu, te mauri ora ki te katoa. Haumie, huie, taikie. Kia ora koutou e te whanau, no mai haere mai. Welcome to Kāpai Sounds, bringing you good sounds and good vibrations. Kāpai Sounds is a show based around hauora, health and well-being through the lens of our community. Kāpai Sounds is coming to you from Ōhai on the back doorstep of the beautiful Takati Mimaunga and Tangata Whenua of Naitahu. I'd also like to acknowledge those who live or have lived in this community. You're back with Asha and Pans. And we have a special guest today, Jodie. Hello Jodie. Ciao everyone. Thank you for coming and joining us on the show today. No problem, it's my pleasure. So our kaupapa o te rā, our kaupapa of the day, is environmentally friendly menstrual products. So a bit of a disclaimer, so if there's any males out there that maybe doesn't want to um, have a listen into this. Turn out now. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> However, learn yes, something. exactly. Know what your wahine is going through. So... We're going to start off with learning a little bit about Jodie. Jodie lives locally, and we're just going to ask a few questions about you, really. What are you up to? What brought you to this area? I had been living overseas for some time and was looking for a place to settle down, and uh, 11 years ago discovered Nightcaps and um, bought a place there. And I have sometimes had to move out again for work and things like that, but this is where I call home and um, my maunga is really important to me because I grew up in the far north and then moved around a lot, so mm. this is finally where I feel at home. Yeah. So you've put your roots down in nightcaps. Yes. Now, there's always interesting stories of how people found this area. Mm. Where did you, how did you come across nightcaps? Uh, I have family in Invercargill, and when we were looking for somewhere to buy, I basically didn't want to live on the flat, so I kind of just got in the car one day and drove (laughs) until I started meeting the hills and going over two rivers, and the Aparima River really called to me because at the time I was living in South America, and the river of where I was living was a very similar-sounding name, the Apurimak. Yeah. And so I was like, it's a sigh. (laughs) (laughs) So between the river and the mountain, Mm -hmm. it felt like this was home. That's a cool story being drawn here. My one was about hopping on Trade Me. (laughs) 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 It was a school that drew me here. Oh, that's cool. And do you have family here? Oh, like, you've got children? Uh, my son lives with me sometimes and mm-hmm. with his father sometimes, so yeah. he's based in Invercargill mostly now. Yeah. Oh, cool. And what sort of things do you like to do to manage your hauora or, you know, like stress stress management techniques or, you know, sorting, you know, sorting yourself out? <laughs> <laughs> 
lately everybody thinks I'm a bit insane because I've I've basically just discovered K-pop, and so it's it's cheaper than booze and a lot less uh, illegal than many of the other options out there. And so yeah. I just crank up the stereo and dance around to <laughs> songs in a language oh. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> now actually. Can you please tell me a little bit about K-pop? Because that is an artist from... It's a genre. A genre? It's a genre. And and I don't actually listen to K-pop per se. I just happen to listen to music that is in Korean. So mm-hmm. a lot of rock, oh. uh, a lot of um, easy listening and ballad stuff. Some of it's pop, like mm. the pop that you see with the you know the groups that all the teenagers go screaming over. Yeah. But it has to be the song is good rather mm-hmm. than anything else. And so... <laughs> At the moment, I'm actually listening a lot to an individual artist called Gahul, who's a singer-songwriter. Yeah. And he works with a group of producers who all work together to promote their own talent. That's their label. They don't actually have a big professional label with administrators running it. They do it all themselves. That's so cool. And they're so talented. Yeah. Wow. Just that organic. Love it. Yeah. So you're a bit into music? Mm. <laughs> Just a bit. And, of course, now with everything going online, mm. um, I've got access to things that otherwise I wouldn't have had access to. Mm. Oh, very interesting. Um, but, yes, and I do confess to quite a few Netflix binges when I <laughs> need a bit of escape from reality, but otherwise I'm out digging things in the garden or, yeah, um, yeah just trying to find a way through. Mm. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well... Do you have any extra questions there, Pania? No. no? It's got me mind blowing. Whoa, yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah. It's so cool. Being someone's story. Yes, absolutely. And I just love the fact that you felt drawn, like mm. there was a pull mm. out here. And, you know, I think if you're looking at um, your intuition or gut instinct, that, you know, like. I'm calling, eh? The calling. You're calling me. <laughs> and listening to it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we're going to go on to our first uh, song for the day, which is The Earth Song by Michael Jackson.
You're back with Asha and Pans from Carpi Sounds, and that was Earth Song by Michael Jackson. Sorry, you're also back with <laughs> Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just an invite. <laughs> just an invite. Now, so Kopapa Otera, environmentally friendly menstrual products. So. Who wants to start? Who, like, who wants to start? <laughs> I felt my cheeks, like, rising. And then I was like, I feel like, oh, am I getting embarrassed? Like, you know, like, you think yeah. it's gold, like, oh, no one wants to start. I, I, did, I did think that on the way. I was like, oh, my gosh, are they going to ask for my name when we're talking about this? And I thought, I'm a grown woman. Yeah, Why is this a problem for me? And it's because we've been brought up on mm-hmm. ads that only show blue things. And, you know, um, yes. People going gross, and if you don't go up with brothers, you always feel like you have to hide it from yeah, the boys around so you. Whereas true. I think if you grew up with brothers, it's a bit more kind of like whatevs because yeah. they've got their things to deal with, and you've got yours, and you kind of just laugh at each other. Yeah, but you see, there's only blue on the ads on TV. Oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> I've never thought of it like that. Mm. Pink's like a hey, pink. Yeah. Yeah. And red's just a dangerous yeah. colour, you see. It's for it's for bad women and fast cars and fiery, <laughs> raging. So true. Um, probably just start by listing the ones that we know of that exist. So obviously yeah. everybody knows about pads and tampons because mm-hmm. they've been around since forever, even if they've changed. Now I'd have to go. Can I just talk? Because you talked about an ad with the pads oh. when a male actually put it on his arms and he's like using them as I've shields. Have you seen yes, that? that one? <laughs> and yeah, I use that as an analogy for um, for some things. <laughs> okay, so we got the pads, we got the the tampons. I mean, that's what most people have just known about. Or I mean, if and unfortunately, in some places, rags. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is environmentally friendly, I guess, but not always as hygienic mm-hmm. as it could be. No. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons why everybody moved so much into the disposable products was mm-hmm. for hygiene reasons, and yeah. doctors were really pushing that as well. Yeah. Uh, but these days, we know how much damage they're doing. Yes, yeah. Um, and how expensive they are. I mean, people, companies are making, I would hate to think, billions of dollars probably every year off of something that women have no control over. Mm. I don't like that. It really triggers me. Yeah. And so the... The environmentally friendly products give you a little bit more control. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, you know, only I guess recently have I been made aware of period poverty. You know, like I didn't really think about that. It's true though. I've yeah. not thought about it either. Mm. A lot of schools now through uh, Kids Can mm-hmm. have um, menstrual products available that yeah. students can just go and get, no yeah. matter how, when, or if mm. they need it. And that's a, a really, really positive thing. I think. Definitely. Yeah. I guess it's just breaking down those barriers, eh? Like, mm. it was all, we're all grown women and we're like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk about this? Well, if we don't start talking about it, how are our, um, you know, our, our, our future going to be able to just navigate that space? Mm. Especially when we're starting to go into some of these um, friendly, uh, environmental friendly products. Uh, so... We've also got the, there's a lot of um, underwear coming out at the moment. And the underwear is effectively, as I understand it, Mm -hmm. because I've never used it, but I had a flatmate who did. And I never even knew until I saw it hanging on the line, by the way, after she'd washed it. So, um, but they're basically the same as your uh, nappies that you can get now for 
babies with like inserts mm. that are oh, the absorbent part yeah. and then yeah you just wash everything and cold water I guess so with with the underwear you take you can take the absorbent part out and wash it I think it's then... designed with a pocket setup so oh, that you slip it into yeah. the pocket wow. yeah. um, I want to try though have you tried yeah. them I haven't tried them that's going to be my yeah next purchase that's <laughs> my next purchase you quickly carry on <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop and look well seeing some of the um, advertisements definitely makes it look a bit more like comfortable it look but then you know what i mean like that's advertising for you it's going to mm. make it look comfortable but yeah no definitely something come looking there's even some they say you can wear and swim which i don't oh. know anything oh. about in terms of the logistics yes. of how that would work but they claim i guess it's like the baby swim nappies again in yeah. some ways but they claim that you can wear them and swim comfortably yeah. so definitely worth looking into if you're younger for mm. me i don't enjoy mm. the whole outside no my yep. body part of it yes. so I prefer the menstrual cup mm. yes yeah uh, which is silicon yeah um, and I had some reservations at first about the whole you know putting silicon in your body and all yep. the rest of it but uh, it's worked fine it's easy to keep clean mm. but you, and you can ask questions yep. about it in a bit but I found the biggest challenge to using it was that our bathroom setup mm-hmm. is almost always just a toilet by itself mm. and especially in public restrooms and things like that there's nowhere to wash it yes. and that can be problematic mm. so because you we've already had a conversation about that and that was and that's because I said oh, hey I've just purchased this I'm going to try it out and the fact that you brought that up mm. I was aware so then I'm like right I'll just start take first steps and just try this at home where I feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and establishing up a process and then I'd still use you know whatever um disposal oh yeah disposables when I went out because it's a it's it's a new skill really because trying it out too for the first time or like anything you might make a bit of a mess Mm -hmm. (laughs) um But I've found I yeah I I like it now that I've got a bit of a got used to it. I find it comfortable. I don't feel it. Um, there's not such a huge mess now. Even though, like, say with the disposables, they may still. Mm. And yeah, I see. I think my first re- uh, reservation was when it came, and I looked at the size. And I was sort of like, it's huge. That's what I thought. <laughs> and, and, and I've had two kids and I'm like, uh. <laughs> there are two sizes, one for if you've had kids and mm. one for if you haven't. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah. they're not that big. No, um, I, I yeah. I was saying before we started that diaphragms are much bigger. A diaphragm is kind of like the size of an orange in yeah. terms of circumference, but yeah. it twists. You oh, twist yeah. it, insert it, and then it opens oh. out like a kind of a, an umbrella, if you like, to yeah. cover your cervix. Mm. And the cup does the same thing. It, it sits over your cervix. It's kind yeah. of like a, a pretty icky comparison, but you know like um, milking cups on yeah. a cow? <laughs> yeah. It does yeah. the same sort of thing in that ah. it covers the cervix yeah. and holds anything. Um, that's released through the cervix until such time as you remove it. Yeah. So you had a bit of a perspective going off the diaphragm and you, when you got it, not so much going, oh, that's huge. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's, it's more. It's more. <laughs> it's more about the the, the, yeah, the, 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 the folding yeah. to insert it and then the twisting afterwards to make sure that the fold is released. Mm. Yeah. It's. Yeah. <laughs> 
Actually, I, th- I think that um, if you've only ever used applicator tampons, you'll probably find it <laughs> awful. It's kind of like get those fingers in there, yeah. <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it once again is at the start you're sort of like fiddling around, sort of mm. trying to figure it out. But mm. then once you get once practiced you get at it, because I was sort of like right, um, you know, I'm getting on. I might not have my period for too much longer. So it, I wanted to try all the products as much as I could before my girls have to go through it. Mm. So then I could have some sort of idea and give them options mm, definitely from my own experience. Yeah. yeah. What's your What's your experience with what? I don't like, I oh, really, I think it's just the, I've been using disposables for too yeah. long. Yes, so yeah, the habit. Like, yeah. No, yeah. So you've tried it, tried and it's it. just sort of. Mm. If you could feel it, you probably didn't have it. Yeah, and no, I don't think I had it in far enough. Yeah. And then it's just, I suppose, persevering with it. Yeah. But I kind of just like, nah. Yeah. I want to try something else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You try the the undies and let us yeah. know. <laughs> so that's strange too, isn't it? Yeah. Just be we're looking for the pad. Where's the pad? Oh, there's no pad. Oh, you just pop them on. Just yes. Yes. Yeah. Strange. Different. Some of them might have it um, always there and it's like sewn in completely and you just wash the whole thing. Yeah. Others, I think, might have. I think it just depends on the brand, but as I said, I, yeah, I'm not an, an expert on that one. <laughs> no. I mean, I started with the cup um, because six years of perimenopause so far mm. and some people, and if you're not one of these people, you're very, very lucky, go through the... In- uh, unenviable situation of having a period that lasts for three months yeah. without stopping. Uh, yeah. And um, wow. after uh, after about the second week of it, you're just like, I cannot afford to keep buying oh, <laughs> all of yes. these things. Yeah. And yeah, and you're you get yourself a little bit uncomfortable yeah. with the whole situation. I think this leads into another conversation of if we can't talk about periods, how are we going to talk about you know like menopause. Because that's another like taboo. Menopause is the easy part. That's when everything's done. It's (laughs) the perimenopause that nobody tells you about. If you're in your mid-40s and you suddenly think you've got Alzheimer's, you're probably in perimenopause. Yeah. But they'll check that you've got Alzheimer's before they'll figure that part out because they'll assume you're too young. But yeah, that's another discussion. Can we get you back in for that one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's... this is where this is good to just have that conversation and like because I'm not hearing these conversations being had. Oh, <laughs> oh you know, like they might be in you secret. Me enough wine yep. yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've given you raspberry tea. <laughs> <laughs> raspberry tea. <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's good yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's just our experiences with some products. And we're going to try out some other products, and mm. we'll probably do another show on that. So, yeah. So access to good water for washing is important. At home, you can kind of just fill up a bowl of hot mm. water and take that in with you. Mm. But if you're out and about, um, you either want to have two that you're working off of if you're using a cup, and that way it doesn't matter if one of them's only cleaned with like toilet paper and then stuffed in a ziploc or something because mm. you'll figure it out later. Otherwise, you kind of just find yourself using the. Um, Toilets that are supposed to be there for people with mobility yes, issues, and yeah. I always feel guilty using those toilets, but they're yeah. the only ones that actually have a, a, a tap and yeah. a basin in mm. in the actual cubicle. Just a consideration that needs to be thought about, isn't it? Mm. If we're trying to encourage 
as much as possible. Definitely. Yeah, making it a norm and just options. It'll be the thing when it becomes normal. Yeah. And those options will become available. Mm. It's silly, really. And then everyone's talking about it. Yeah. No? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll go to our next song, which is Papa Tuanuku by Awa, featuring Shefu.
You're back with Asha and Pans and Jody from <laughs> CarPlay Sounds, and that was Papatunuku by Awa featuring Shafu. Looking up the songs for today, like I, there was a whole lot of songs about Papatunuku, mm. which I was just like, woohoo! Yeah, <clears throat> no, really cool. So yeah, that's our um, show today on environmentally friendly menstrual products. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> that seems a bit weird, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> mm. Thank you so much, Jodie, for coming and sharing um, your experiences. No problem. It's <laughs> lovely to be here. <laughs> and we'll just wrap it up with our whakatauki there, Pania. He aroha whakato, he aroha puta mai. If kindness is sown, then kindness you shall receive. He moana puki puki e ekenea etawaka. Choppy seas can be navigated. Ka mau te hamai i to ihu, ka puta te hamai i to waha, kia atawhai, kia tūpato, kia kaha. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.